Welcome to the podcast again. You know, God has a plan for your life. I know I tell you that every day and I'm not, you know, not just every day, but perhaps multiple times of the day. If you are listening to me on the different mediums, you know, medium from, uh, you know, from our podcast to our church online to, you know, uh, to online, uh, uh, my, my online TV to uh, hearing me preach or, uh, you know, whatever else, you, you know, Periscope, you know, I'm always telling people God has a plan for your life because I believe it. And I believe his plan is a step-by-step is an ordered plan. It's an established plan that God always has the next thing for us to do. In fact, there is always something that you can depend on. There's always a next step with God. There's always something you can do to please God without regard to what situation you're in, without regard to how we got here or, or whether we cause it or someone calls it to us. There is always something we can do to please God in every situation. You know, uh, even if you find your yourself in 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 a, uh, incarcerated in a prison or if you find yourself you know uh, 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 with 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 uh, being the winner of uh, the the uh, publishers clearinghouse sweepstakes and and you know you find yourself as a hundred million dollar winner of the lottery or if you uh, are being evicted from your home or if uh, you're having trouble with uh, with you know um your daily work daily job supervisor or or some situation of life Without regard to where we are in life, what moment we're facing, without regard to how we got there, whether we caused a problem or whether uh, we have no problems, there is still always something we can do to please God in every situation of life, in every circumstance, in every second of life. I love that. I love that the that we are not left without direction. We are not left without knowing how we can participate. We are not left without knowing what our part is in any situation. Situation, whether it's a good situation, a bad situation, we always have something we can do to please God. And sometimes when people feel like they're just wandering around in life and and they have options or they, they you know they're at a fork of the road or or, or, or you know listen, uh, you can you can draw a straight line from wherever you are in life, straight to God, and then just go there. Let your next step be towards God. You know uh, whatever you do. Don't take a temporary situation and create a permanent problem. Okay? Uh, whatever you do, uh, don't think that just because it's bad, you can't make it worse. You can. Okay? <laughs> you know, if you if you uh, you know uh, your car door uh, won't open, won't unlock. Well, uh, don't make it worse. Don't start kicking it in, kicking the side of it in. You know, don't take your keys and throw them out into the lake. Hold on. That car lock can be fixed. There are many, many other ways that perhaps you could find entrance into your car without breaking out, you know, the windshield or without, you know, uh, uh, just creating a permanent problem. Uh, if you have a situation in a relationship, you know, look and see what would fix it, not what would just help you vent your frustration or vent your anger. You know, uh, correction and instruction are aimed at changing something to make it what it needs to be. You know, uh, uh, outside of that, verbalization of all of your frustrations might just be fussing, and fussing never changed anything for the good. You know, it might change it for the bad, but um, just believe me when I tell you, uh, there's always something you can do to please God, okay? Don't make it worse, okay? Just sometimes that's the only thing you can do is just say, you know, I'm not going to make this worse. Then you, then you minimize it. You contain it, okay? Uh, you, you, you let the weak say, I am strong. You don't make the problems bigger than God, okay? Uh, make sure that you see God, 
bigger than your problems. And instead of telling your, you know, God how big your problems are, tell your problems how big your God is. Okay? It's a matter of acting instead of reacting. We need to act in life. Act, don't react. You know, uh, and and don't just cause a storm where you are. We are here to 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 uh, minimize, to bring down the storms, to, to to not make it worse. You know, whenever demons would would cry out to Jesus, and they would want to hold court, or they would want to be, you know, uh, uh, you know. Begin to verbalize who he was. He knew that they were just, you know, trying to trying to hold court, trying to have a circus, trying to trying to stir up things. Uh, he would tell them, "Peace, be still, be quiet, be quiet." He didn't need them stirring up a storm, good storm or bad storm. He did not need them stirring up a storm around him. And so let me just encourage you, don't, don't feed the storm, okay? Don't, don't feed the chaos. Don't take anything and make it worse. If it's bad, uh, you know, don't make it worse. You can make it worse. It can get worse. Don't take a temporary situation to create a permanent problem, but rather realize there's always something we can do to please God. And then just please God in the circumstance, okay? Please God, in fact, in every circumstance of your life today. Well, today is the 21st day, and we are at Proverbs 21. And so we're going to take Proverbs 21 today, and we're going to read through it. Again, I've, I've, I've not read through it uh, you know, in, in preparation for this moment. And we're going to choose a, a scripture, a principle, a concept. You know, we're going to... Um, uh, Choose something to meditate on, okay? Just to, just, just to go a little deeper on in our life. Again, because Joshua was told by God, if you will meditate in the book of the law, if you will take the word of God and meditate in it day and night and keep it in your mouth and, and continue to speak it and, and think about it, then you'll make your way prosperous and then you'll have good success. Are you ready? Okay, Proverbs 21, King James Version. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. As the rivers of water, he turneth it whithersoever he will. Every way of man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord pondereth the hearts. To do justice and judgment is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. A high look, a proud heart, the plowing of the wicked is sin. The thoughts of the diligent tend only to plenteousness, but of every one that is hasty only to want. The getting of treasures by a lying tongue is vanity tossed to and fro of them that seek death. The robbery of the wicked shall destroy them because they refuse to do judgment. The way of a man is forward and strange, but as for the pure, his work is right. It is better to dwell in a corner of a housetop than with a brawling woman in a wide house. The soul of the wicked desireth evil. His neighbor findeth no favor in his eyes. When the scorner is punished, the simple is made wise, and when the wise is instructed, he receiveth knowledge. The righteous man wisely considereth the house of the wicked, but God overthroweth the wicked for their wickedness. Whoso stoppeth his ears at the cry of the poor, he also shall cry himself, but shall not be heard. A gift in secret pacifieth anger, and a reward in the bosom strong wrath. It is joy to the just to do judgment, but destruction shall be to the workers of iniquity. The man that wandereth out of his way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. He that loveth pleasure shall be a poor man. He that loveth wine and oil shall not be rich. The wicked shall be ransomed for the righteous and the transgressor for the upright. It is better to dwell in the wilderness than with a contentious and an angry woman.
There is treasure to be desired, and oil in the dwelling of the wise, but a foolish man spendeth it up. He that followeth after righteousness and mercy findeth life, righteousness, and honor. A wise man scaleth the city of the mighty, and casteth down the strength and confidence thereof. Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue keepeth his soul from troubles. Proud and haughty scorner is his name, who dealeth in proud wrath. The desire of the slothful killeth him, for his hands refuse to labor. He coveteth greedily all the day long, but the righteous giveth and spareth not. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination, how much more when he bringeth it with a wicked mind. A false witness shall perish, but the man that heareth speaketh constantly. A wicked man hardeneth his face, but as for the upright he directeth his way. There is no wisdom nor understanding nor counsel against the Lord. The horse is prepared against the day of battle, but safety is of the Lord. Whoa, there are so many powerful words given here in this particular Proverbs. So many principles that I have um, put in my life and and used throughout the years. Uh, those that speak to us of making sure that, that we love uh, uh, justice, but we also are, are merciful, you know, uh, uh, Verse number two, for example, tells us that every way of man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord looks at the heart. You know, we are so quick to justify our own way. We are so quick to, to, to know why we're doing something. We often judge ourselves by our intentions. We judge others by what they do. We are so quick uh, to, to look to our heart. The Bible says the heart of man is deceitfully wicked. Who can know it? You know, uh, here... Uh, verse 2, every way seems right. We have reasons for everything we're doing. But you know, the Lord, He looks on our heart. He ponders our heart. He, uh, he, he looks beyond our reasons and uh, looks to the real reason why. Uh, Proverbs 21 is just absolutely so full. You know, uh, pro uh, the 14th verse says, A gift in secret pacifies anger. You know, it's so important that we at times, whenever we've made people angry, just just uh, go behind the scenes, not in public, but go behind the scenes and, and uh, you know, uh, uh, be able to pacify someone. That's why the Bible says if someone has an offense toward you or you toward them, go to them in secret. And uh, many times without the... Uh, without the onlookers, without all the other pressures, uh, we can pacify anger if we are willing to give what is needed in that moment. And, and the Bible says doing that, you might gain a brother. Well, one of the scriptures we're going to look at today is the 19th verse of chapter 21. You know, uh, two of these verses in chapter 21 are a little controversial because they point at rather a very uh, a difficult decision uh, to be made. And, uh, but but, but, but let's, let's look at why God said this. Now, these are admonitions, all right? And it's, it's, it's not just an admonition against a person who, uh, you know, uh, how we ought to treat a person or what we ought to do in light of the fact that a person is not doing right to us. But it's also an admonition as to what we might want to do to make sure that we are not that person who's doing the wrong. You know, it's very important that we uh, that we realize. You know, we're we're going to look at verse nineteen. But but before we get to verse nineteen, let's look at verse nine really quick. Okay, it is better to dwell in a corner of a housetop than with a brawling woman in a wide house. Oh. 
that that's very interesting it's 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 better that one means to to segregate yourself to separate and segregate yourself over into a very small corner of your house to kind of set up your own little you know a uh, um, uh, place of security and comfort and peace rather than to uh, live in that broad place and and and, and just you know uh, 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 not to have boundaries whenever you're dealing with, in in this case, he says a brawling woman. And uh, that's what he means. He means a woman who is just aggravating, who's brawling, who's willing to fight, who's fussing, who has something that she wants, something that uh, she uh, she's uh, going to aggravate you about until you give it to her. And she's willing to fight you. She's willing to brawl with you. She's willing to wrestle you. She's willing to do whatever it takes to continue to push you to the point to where you uh, either break or else she just is determined to give you a miserable life. Uh, you know, I, I unfortunately, I have been in situations in counsel, when people come to a place in life to where uh, uh, one of them, the man or the woman, will say to the other one that they are intending on changing, they would tell them, well, listen, if you don't change, I guarantee you, I'm going to make your life miserable. I'm going to do everything I can. In fact, recently I, I, I was talking with a man and his wife had told him that, that she was going to do everything in her power use the children, use his finances, uh, talk to his parents, his friends, uh, talk to his pastor, and indeed she did come and talk to me, uh, to do everything she could for the rest of his life to make his life miserable if he did not do what she wanted him to. And what she wanted him to do in this circumstance and situation was one simple family decision that could have came and went. It was one moment. It was about one thing. It was just one moment, okay? What she wanted in one moment, and because she couldn't get it, she was willing to destroy everything. Willing, and, and you know, that's what verse 9 encourages us to realize that when you are uh, connected, especially in a covenant relationship, are locked up in a house, are locked up in a relationship with someone who is absolutely hell-bent on brawling and uh, destroying the peace. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just not best. It's better for you to just create some boundaries where you do have some peace Create some boundaries, and 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 that's that's one of the first steps. You know, the Bible also says it's better to dwell on the house top than inside the house. It's better to live outside that. It's better to live in the corner of a house. It's better to live on the house top. And verse nineteen says it's even better to move out into the wilderness than uh, with a contentious and an angry woman. It is better to dwell completely out by yourself in the wilderness than uh, to dwell with a contentious and angry woman. Verse 19 of chapter 21. Uh, what is God pointing at here? You know, so often when, when people come to the place where they're having difficulties in relationships, especially as this is speaking to marriage relationships, which Solomon knew a lot about. You remember we said that Solomon gained wisdom from experience and from observation? That is correct. It was not that Solomon had not been instructed. Solomon was instructed by David, his father. He goes on and on throughout, throughout the book of Proverbs saying, you know, listen to your father's instructions, what my father told me, what my, what my mother told me. You know, he Hear the words of a mother, you know, hear the words, and on and on and on and on. He says it, but he didn't do it. 
Okay? Being wise does not mean that, that you do everything you know to do. And Solomon, instead of following instruction of his daddy, following the instruction of the law of God, instead of following instruction, Solomon uh, followed experiences that he wanted to have, one of which was about to have a, a, a total of 900 covenant women in his life. 900. His wives and his concubines, uh, 300 and 900. He, uh, 300 and 600. He ended up with 900 covenant women in his life. And the Bible says that these, out of these 900 women, they completely aggravated him, not every one of them, but a sufficient number of them, aggravated and irritated and argued and fussed and brawled and were so contentious. What, what does contentious mean? It means to always contend, to always be in an adversarial position. I mean, always doesn't mean 100% of the time, but always means that that's your default. That's where you go back to when you're not pleased, whenever you can't get your way. That's what you do is you start contention. You know, you don't, uh, when a woman does not understand that submission to the decision is the will of God, there is, there is, uh, uh, prior to decision, there is discussion and counsel. Post decision, there is support, okay, and agreement and submission. And uh, this is what uh, here the Spirit of God has taught Solomon from having 900 covenant relationships with women is that it's better, okay? Even when you're living in the house with someone who is angry and brawling and, and who won't leave you alone, uh, when, a, when, a, when a woman, because wives have that close quarters opportunity to, you know, they're just not talking to you from the street or from the public square. They're not hollering at you from the road or, or from the porch or from, you know, they can get all the way into the house, all the way into the bedroom, all the way into your time when you when you should be in your sanctuary house of peace and rest. And, and you know, and, and, all, and all of a sudden, uh, you find yourself you cannot get away from this brawling woman. Well, then set up some boundaries in your house so that so that there are some places you don't have to listen to that, some places you, that, that, that are sanctuaries so that you don't have to be attacked. And if you can't do that, get up on the house. You know, live on the housetop, live on the roof. You know, in that day, the roof was livable, by the way. Okay, in that day, the roof was, you know, I mean, you would be exposed to the elements, but it was a flat roof with a shower. It wasn't one of these, you know, roofs of, you know, uh, uh, five and 12 pitch roofs that we see, you know, uh, composite shingles. This was a roof that had a had a garden terrace on it. You know, I mean, it was nice. It, was, it, it had places to sit. It had places to eat. You know, it had showers on your roof. All, you know, whatever else you needed was there, but basically living outside the house. And then... Verse 19 says, if you have no other choices, rather than live in the midst of that contentious, brawling, angry, vehement argument all of the time, listen, it is the will of God that you live by yourself out in the wilderness even, if that's what it takes. You might say, hold on, pastor. Wait a second. The New Testament says in Corinthians, uh, you know, in, in, uh, you know the, the word of God says all throughout, the, you know, God hates divorce. Yes, he does. I'm here to tell you, God hates divorce. But I'm also here to tell you that there are some things God hates more than divorce. And if you don't realize that you can push God to the point to where what God has joined together, God will put asunder. 
you might say, well, the only reason to divorce is, is, is infidelity. Well, you know, uh, Corinthians does say that in, you know, except for infidelity, then you are limited in separation. You are limited in your divorce. Read the whole counsel of God's Word, by the way. Read all the words. The Bible says in, in 1 Corinthians, let not the husband leave the wife. Don't let the wife leave the husband. But if you do, well, hold on a second. What does that say? That is saying that there are some circumstances, situations, some understandable situations. This is one of them, evidently, as the Word of God says, that if you do, then there is an admonition from the Lord, except in cases of infidelity. There is admonition from the Lord that you remain unmarried or be reconciled. You know, the, the, the prohibition is not uh, as strong against separation. In fact, there are many reasons to be separated. You know, uh, physical abuse, mental abuse, child abuse, you know, abandonment, uh, 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 brawling, contentiousness, uh, you know, the, the inability to peacefully coexist. All these things that the Word of God talks about, uh, there are many reasons in which to separate. And with separation, in, except in the, in the cases of infidelity or death, uh, the Bible does encourage us to live unmarried, dwell in a wilderness even, alone by ourselves, or be reconciled. God's hope is that what he has joined together, no man would put asunder, but he does not have a hope that people would continue just to live in abusive, mentally abusive, emotionally abusive. I don't mean, you know, the, the one time, the rare time. I'm talking about a contentious and angry and brawling and argumentative and, and uh, that, 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 that dangerous, that, you know, that situation that is destructive to everything that is godly. For husbands, for wives, for children, for everyone around. Well, uh, Meditate on this today. That's my admonition to you. You know, and by the way, uh, in no way is this giving license for anyone to go home and, and, and leave their situation. Uh, this should be uh, an, an encouragement to you to not be contentious, to not be brawling, to not be uh, aggravating and irritating, to not just be nagging, to not just be always somebody who is who is adversarial, who who does not know how to to uh, to submit. Submit means that I'm yielding my strength, even when I don't believe that uh, I would have made that decision. When the person who made the decision, who owns the decision, who should make the decision, made the decision, then uh, then those around are called by God to support. Okay, follow the leader. That's the truth. And if you can't follow the leader and you're just going to be brawling and contentious, expect people to begin to withdraw even in the home and set up some boundaries. That's, uh, that, that, that's the word of God. Expect for them to even move uh, on, on the housetop, you know, to stop, uh, to stop giving you that access. Um, uh, uh, and, and, and if you just can't quit brawling, expect them to move out. Just expect it. Now, I pray to God that they're continuing to pray and seek God and, and hope that you change and, and hope you do before you die. You know, uh, but uh, listen, no one is called by God to live in a situation that is just pure hell. Uh, you got the wrong Bible if, you, if you're trying to read that into it. Okay, so uh, don't, be, don't be thinking that you can, you know, be a problem and not be by yourself at some point in life. Well, hey, that's a good word, huh?
Let's think on that today. In fact, let's pray and let's ask God to help us all. Uh, you know, Lord God, Father, help me, Lord, not to be a contentious person, Lord, a brawling, an argumentative person, Lord, a person who's always finding the negative or the wrong, Lord, or, or God, when I'm when I'm a challenge, Lord, or even directed by those who are in leadership in my life, Lord, uh, to, to do something, Lord, or, or a, a decision's been made, Lord, and I'm called to support it, Lord. Help me, not, Lord, not to be, uh, Lord, so aggravated, irritated, or opinionated, God, that I just have to verbalize. I just can't help but verbalize that it would be better if we were doing it somewhere else or somewhere else, and just like Solomon wives, they ended up getting Solomon to build them a temples to their gods. That's what your word says. And Solomon failed in life. You were so disappointed. He walked away from you. As wise as he was, Solomon, King Solomon walked away from you because of his argumentative, brawling, contentious wives that pushed him so hard, relentlessly would not let him have any peace until he made him uh, them temples and altars and came and worshiped and, and, and did sacrifices with them to their God. That was the only thing that was going to please them. Oh, Lord God, help help me not to be pushy like that with other people, Lord, and help me, Lord, to have enough uh, uh, gumption, enough guts, Lord, enough spiritual fortitude, God, uh, to say, I am not going to be like that. I'm not going to be pushed around in the places where where those who should be following start to leading. God, uh, and 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 uh, contentious, Lord, just just uh, people in life, Lord, that are contentious, Lord, and argumentative, Father. Lord, uh, uh, God, help us, Father, to set some simple boundaries, Lord, to close some doors, Lord, and if necessary, Lord, to, to, to vacate uh, uh, those premises so that we won't have to be continually bombarded and driven into sin. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I know this went a little bit long this morning, but let me tell you what, uh, whew, that's a hard topic. But if you can get that down in your spirit, if you can get uh, the, the righteousness of that uh, and the justice and the mercy of that down in your spirit, it can change your life, change your perspective, and change the lives of those around you that you counsel, okay? Uh, God bless you. I love you. And by the way, God does hate divorce. What he has joined together, let no man put asunder. Okay. I'll see you tomorrow for Proverbs chapter 22.